0: Hey, Oz. Hey, Curtis. Hey, what do we got in store this week? Oh, this week we are going to watch the program. Okay. Crossed with Hustle. Alrighty. Crossed with The Blind Side. Okay. Crossed with The Exorcist. (laughs) (laughs) This week we are watching Blue Chips. (laughs)
1: Crossed with the Exorcist. <laughs> Crossed with split pea soup. <laughs>
0: oh, uh, Welcome back to a, an interesting <laughs> combo, yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: well, if if William Friedkin was not the director of this movie, the yes. Exorcist thing obviously would not fit. Yes, yes. Um I did have Bull Durham at one point, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. not only for the Ron Shelton reference, but also for the Oh look, a female that's extremely knowledgeable about the sport that her love interest is in. Yep. Uh, but I thought, nah, I don't want to go screenwriter and director. Well, there was also so, a Robert Wool sighting. No, oh, I you know I had that I had that as my first good, and yeah. then took it out because <laughs> he he didn't show up again. So no, I will like, no, ah, we'll let it. that go. So uh, welcome back to another week of let's talk about flicks, the movie podcast, where we take a monthly theme and. Uh, just joke around for an hour or so. Basically. Uh, I'm, one of, I'm one of your hosts, Oz. <laughs> I'm the other host, Curtis. And this week, we are in week two mm. of v's Month movies with blue in the title. Yep. And we are talking about the Nick Nolte, Shaquille O'Neal, Anthony Anthony Hardaway, mm. and Matt Novar movie. Can't forget blue Matt, Matt Novar. Can't forget Matt Novar. Mm. Um, so, yeah, we're talking about Blue Chips, the collegiate basketball... Uh, Bobby Knight documentary. Yeah. Yes. <laughs>
1: so, so, uh, so Oz and I were we were texted back and forth a little bit about the, about this movie before, and this movie hits several of my professional hot buttons, and, and oh and, yeah, it does professional and personal hot buttons. So uh, yeah. we we got uh, we got some some ranting in store for you as we go <laughs> as we go along here, folks. Well, we want to
0: make sure we leave plenty of room for uh-huh. the ranting. So uh, let's hit these characters, and I'll drop the plot, which yes. is pretty simple. Yeah, yeah. When it all boils down to it, it is it is pretty simple. So
1: as you uh, before we get into the characters, uh, I'll mention the director and writer. You already we've already talked a little bit about William Friedkin of The Exorcist, The French Connection, To Live and Die in L.A., and then Blue Chips <laughs> because why not? Uh, also, and you mentioned this as well. You, you you snuck his name in, Ron Shelton, the writer. Who pretty much only does sports sports movies and the bad boys series? Um That's about <laughs> and, it. Yeah. Bull Durham, Whiteman Can't Jump, The Best of Times, Tin Cup, Play It to the Boon. And and Tom <laughs>
0: <laughs> Was Play It to the Bone, was that the Woody Harrelson Antonio Banderas boxing movie? I think so. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And it's, yeah. It's it's basic. Yeah, it's like. Ron Shelton is uh, obviously successful at what he does mm-hmm. but it's it's it feels like every one of them is like just an interchangeable cap. Yeah. Like an interchangeable <laughs> body on top of the same chassis. Like
1: yeah. Yep, remove a baseball bat, insert a boxing glove. You right. Know. Take that out and put in a
0: basketball. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. <laughs>
1: So, yeah, that, that's our director and writer. As far as the cast of characters goes... Well, before
0: we get there, let's give a shout-out oh, to yes, Patreon yes. subscribers, Don S., Aaron A., and Mandy K. Thank you again for your patronage. All right, now that that's out of the way, let's get to the good stuff.
1: Yes, now that we've collected our money, <laughs> <laughs> let's get to the characters. We, we got Coach Pete Bell, a.k.a. Bobby Knight. Ugh. Uh, play, played, um, played passionately by Nick Nolte, I will say. Uh yeah, Co- Coach Pete he coaches uh Western WU Western University. Uh, they won a championship several years ago, but the uh, the program has taken a slow downturn. Oz, and they just finished a season under 500 for the first time in decades. Uh, we have his um, I was almost I almost said estranged, but technically it's ex-wife Jenny Bell, uh, played by Mary McDonald. Jenny Bell is a first grade teacher an SA an SAT tutor and basically his walking conscience.
0: Yeah, yeah, and extremely knowledgeable about the yes. ins and outs of coaching college basketball. Yeah, she knows a lot about basketball. Yeah. She's like the Rosie Perez and Susan, and Susan Sarandon. Sarandon
1: and Renee Russo. Exactly. It's like, <laughs> she's the Ron Shelton staple. Yep, yep, there she is. Female Ron Shelton character. Yep. We have happy Queen Kendall, Kate Kendall, J. It's J.T. Walsh, folks. It's J.T. Walsh, basically basically playing like hyped up J.T. Walsh. Exactly. He he is an athletic booster for Western University, and boy, boy, did they let J.T. Walsh dial it up to eleven in this movie, Oz? Uh, We also have we have Ed, reporter Ed, played by (laughs) who's he? Who's he played by? (laughs) He's played by (laughs) Ed (laughs) O'Neill. I think he was just having a hard time forget, like remembering the character's name. And
0: I think Ron, I think, I think Ron Shelton had him penned in as we need Ed O'Neill for this role, and then just forgot to change it in the script. <laughs> <laughs> he just left him as Ed.
1: Well, I mean, to, to you know, explaining things, this is long before the days of find and replace. So yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> so he's a booster, or, or JT Walsh's booster. Ed O'Neill is the local reporter, the local beat reporter. Who just wants to be an, tell an honest story, Oz? Uh, after that, we have uh, Laveda McRae, played by Alfre Woodard. She is the mother of one of the three uh, breakout star recruits that we have. So the Levada McRae character is the mother of Neon, uh, or no, sorry, of Butch McRae. I got ahead of myself Butch McRae. <laughs> Butch she, she
0: might be Neon's mom. I don't know. Maybe.
1: I, I guess it wasn't explicitly stated otherwise. Um, Butch McRae, played by Anthony Penny Hardaway.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Future, at the time, future NBA player, Anthony Penny Hardaway, went number three overall. Uh, Got traded the Orlando Magic in the Chris Webber trade. Uh, Speaking of Neon Bordeaux, we have Neon Bordeaux, played by the one and only Shaquille O'Neal, which reminds me of a great Simpsons bit where, um, (laughs) I think it's, oh God, I think it's the episode where Bart and Lisa join a, join a youth hockey team and, uh, (laughs) and, Bart's Bart's getting irritated because Lisa's really good at hockey, so Homer's spending a lot of time with her. And so Marge goes to cheer him up by taking him into the driveway to shoot baskets with him. And uh-huh. she's dribbling the ball with both hands and she goes, watch out for the shack attack! <laughs> <laughs> and then it cuts to Bart getting hit in the head by the ball and she goes, I told you to watch out! <laughs> so that's, that's Neon Bordeaux. Uh, the third of our blue chip players is ricky rowe uh indiana's own ricky rowe played by Nat- matt nover who went to indiana university to play basketball so not a real <laughs> right. not a real stretch for matt nover nope we got a couple other characters here as well we have we have marty and a blink and you miss it uh cameo from robert wool because it's a ron Shelton movie we yep. have we have another blink and you miss it cameo father dawkins played by academy award yeah. winner lou gossett jr yeah yeah uh, we have the athletic director of Western University, Vic Roker, played by Bob Cousy, NBA legend Bob Cousy. I know. <laughs> um, Why not? One of the assistant coaches, Mel, is played by uh, another NBA great, Marquise Johnson. And then we have a, uh, a series of cameoed characters or cameoed figures plagued themselves, such as Larry Bird, Bobby Knight, Jerry Tarkanian, Jim Bayheim. Dick Vitale, and Rick Pitino. All of those people are grade A class acts, by the way.
0: hmm mm-hmm. Which I in no way will circle back to at any point in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> and none of them had any any uh, tips on how to write a plot like this one. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's the character's odds. What do we got for the plot of Blue Chips? Ah, Blue Chips. We start out with Pete Bell wrapping up a bad season. Mm-hmm. Bad season by his, his standard wow. three time NCAA champion at, at the prestigious Western university. W. Uh, <laughs> Western what? Don't know. Western Just Western, Western. university. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so he, um, you know, they're, they're trying to win a game so they could finish at 500. They just don't get it done. Despite nope. the fact that, you know what, this is a great group of guys. Oh, they all yeah. give it their all. They're the best. Uh, and Pete's just not accustomed to losing. Um, and so he's under a lot of pressure because you're Pete Bell. You're the winningest yeah. coach. You're supposed, like, he's basically the Mike Krzyzewski, mm-hmm. uh, you know, of of this fictional college landscape. Sure. Uh, untouchable. Uh, but not now because mm-hmm. in this climate, you had a subpar season He's on the hot seat. Yes, he is. Um, which it's a little forward-fitting. The movie came out in ninety-four, but it's like that's pretty much what's happening in the NBA these days. Mm. <laughs> like, I saw the Bucks fired yeah, their just, coach
1: today. Yeah, just today. Yeah, we're recording on May May 4th, 2023, and the Bucks head coach, you know, who just won a championship two years ago, got fired. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you're out of here. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, he's desperate. All right. Mm-hmm. And his team just isn't gonna get it done. He's needing to get across the finish line, keep his job in shape. but the problem is all of these blue chip prospects mm-hmm. are uh, they're all under the table like they're all getting paid. they're all getting what they need to go. Yep. Um, Ed a news reporter, he's pretty sure that Pete Bell has cheated before. He he knows that the university has bought a lot of their football team. Yes. Um and he but but up to this point Pete Bell's clean. He has. He's done it the right way just through coaching and boy do we find out Nick Dulty is one heck of a basketball coach. Um and so everything's clean, but he's desperate. Um because paying players to come play for you is just frowned upon. So, he goes and talks to Happy. Happy comes to talk to him. It really doesn't matter who talks to who. No. Bottom line is, Happy is a an alumni booster. Yep. He's an alumnus of Western U. And woo! he's very Go wealthy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, do you think Ronnie was a, Ronnie, was a yeah. alumnus? I think yeah.
1: he, he was a prestigious alumnus of, of I think of he was. Woo. Ronnie
0: Woo. Woo woo. Ronnie woo woo. Yes. And, um, and also
1: five of the nine members of Wu Tang clan are also WU. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Inspector deck. Yeah. He, he graduated magna, magna cum Lao. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, Method man. Yeah. yeah. Ghost face killer. He dropped out. But, he did. He um, didn't make it. He, he,
1: he finished up at the community college though. So,
0: <laughs> so yeah, Pete, Pete's desperate. Um, and he's he's been chatting with Happy and basically boils down to of look, I, I need some help. Robert Wool pops in and basically says, Hey, here's how you do this. Basically, here's a stack, here's a stack of the best prospects. Um, just take your top three. <laughs> Robert, These are the ones you're looking Robert
1: at. Robert Wool playing like Mel Kuyper Jr. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Minus the Dracula haircut. Yeah, exactly. uh, <laughs>
0: um but yeah he just he's basically you know hey just find the top two or three prospects focus mm-hmm. on those guys um you guys will be right back yeah. in the finals well, and pete know? very naively is like well if i just cheat this one time then it'll build the yeah. program back up and it'll be yeah self-sustaining oh, yeah, yeah 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 it'll be fine yeah you know it's like just no harm no foul just one time so happy convinces them hey everybody's doing it it's fine you know <laughs> um <laughs> if your it's friends like, jumped it, off a bridge, would you? He's basically the Tim Meadows to to Pete Bell's Dewey Cox. Like. <laughs> you don't want none of this Dewey. Think I do. And so, and so, yeah. There's the the top two prospects are Ricky Rowe and uh, and Butch McRae. Yeah, Butch McRae. So they 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 go and he's going to humor himself. So uh, he and his crew go out to Chicago to watch Butch McRae play ball. And apparently, despite it being a Chicago high school, just looks like a community gym. Mm. Like It's um, they're playing this big game. And of course, Tarkanian's there. Like all the other college coaches that are in this movie, except Bobby Knight are there. Jim Beheim's there. Yeah. They all travel together. Yeah. They're all traveling together. Uh, And they realize, Hey, you know, it's just your montage book. butch McRae, he's the real deal yeah uh get head out to uh french lick uh to meet up with larry bird larry, at larry, bird. Bird's larry house, legend at, at larry bird's house and yeah. hey do you know ricky of course i know ricky let's go meet him yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thanks larry bird <laughs> thanks larry bird <laughs> so remember, they, that, uh, remember
1: that mcdonald's ad that he and jordan did where they're playing, oh, yeah. they're playing horse
0: Oh yeah, they're bouncing off the scoreboard, yeah, off the scoreboard, through the bleachers, over the. I admit, like but like, a, I do, I do like watching YouTube like videos about Larry Bird stories. Like, oh, apparently like he's the worst trash talker. Yeah, but just the amount of respect he has from everybody that played in that era is mm-hmm. almost like this. Like, dude is real. Like, like nobody wanted to play him. They all respected no. him. But nobody wanted to play him. Right. They, I mean, not only because he would just destroy their psyche, but like he would just, like, I'm like, there's a story of like he shot an entire quarter left handed or something like, you know, just like he's just bored. Like, I'm going to go. He would just tell him down court, next play, I'm going to go here, I'm going to go over there, I'm going to pop it and and make it. And they would just do Do it. it. And 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 they couldn't stop him. They (laughs) They couldn't do it. No, they couldn't stop him. And I know Jordan was a trash talker, but like, you never heard stories like that about Jordan. He just had not, that not drive, that but, well, Jordan, but Larry,
1: Jordan is a sociopath.
0: Yeah. Um, but, yeah.
1: but, but Larry was just a, was just a jerk.
0: <laughs> yeah. He's just out there having fun. Like I know I'm better than you yeah. and I know you can't stop me. So I'm just going to have fun with it. And yeah. I, I love hearing those stories. Uh, and so they check out, like I said, they go check out Butch. They go check out Ricky and in both instances, both parents, they know what's going on. Yeah, they know the game. Yeah. And it's it's kind of fun because, you know, um, you know, Pete Bell, he's got like the inside track. Like uh they go to when they go to French lick, you know, Ricky Rowe is like in the parade. He's he's almost like the co um like uh what do they call it? The Yeah, the like, like the Grand Marshal. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. yeah. He's like he's like co Grand Marshal with Larry Bird and like Pete Bell's driving. He's, tri- the he's driving. The you car. know,
1: much to the chagrin of the other coaches who were there at the parade, who are
0: also at the parade yeah. to watch Ricky <laughs> in the parade. <laughs> <laughs> I, sir, they they each had like, their like disposable plastic bag for when he throws candy. For for at candy them. Yeah, <laughs> <old> jewel bags. <laughs> Jerry Tarkadian looks like he likes Tootsie Rolls. Oh, uh, I,
1: I bet he's, he's got a big stack of them on his desk.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, um, yeah, so he's got the inside track on these guys. But in both cases, the parents of Ricky and Butch are like, what do I get out of it? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Butch's mom wants a new house and a job. She wants a yard yep. where the kids can play. Because she basically, she lives in her city, Chicago. Um, you know, Ricky's dad's like, want a new tractor, you know, and uh, and Pete's just like, it just, is it's like, you know, your little angel and demon on your shoulder, mm-hmm. like... He knows this is what he's going to have to do, but he's never done it before, so he's really indecisive about it. Well, um, and, and he, you know, he
1: tries to do the thing where he's he's the good guy, but, like, he knows mm. Happy is doing the dirty work exactly on, on the other yeah. side. So, like, right. like his, he's trying to keep his conscience clean throughout yeah. this, knowing, because I'm not the one handing him the money. I'm not the one yeah, pull, yeah.
0: pulling the new tractor up. I'm just the middleman. Yeah. Um We also come across kind of a fun little scene where he gets word uh, down in Louisiana. Mm -hmm. Um, So he meets up with Slick, um, who's basically like, he's not a scout, but, yeah, you know, he gets word that there's this guy completely raw, never really played the game before, but... Scored a 520 on his SAT. Right. It's like, you, you know, you get... You get a four eighty just for spelling your name right. Well, that's just it. He couldn't spell his name right. To be fair though, his name's Neon Badeau. Like like it'd be different if it was like Ed Smith. But no, it's Neon's but but yeah. like Badeau, yeah, that's a mouthful. You know, like Shaq's Irish. He's not French. O'Neal, yeah. <laughs> right. And so yeah, played by Shaquille O'Neal. A very, a very young and felt Shaquille O'Neal. Yes, pre pre Kazam Sha- Shaquille yeah. O'Neal. Yes, Priest. What was that other like superhero? Was it Steel? Is that yeah, what he Steel, was? Steel, that's
1: right. He was Steel. Steel. <laughs> this was
0: around the same time as Shaq Fu. Oh, yeah. I do, I do like George. Remember when he was a rap it's Such a was great it, album. Was it Fush yeah.
1: Nickens? Was that the, the rap outfit yeah. he was in? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Fush Nickens. Fush Nickens.
0: Um, <laughs> he likes to entertain. You can't he fault him for that. He does. Um, and so, you know, he's got this holy triumvirate now. He's got butch he's got ricky and he's got neon um and then we 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 come across a montage where basically they're all getting paid Mm -hmm. um but not quite yet uh you know they they come to campus ricky's always interested in his girls and that's thankfully all they get to look at when they're touring (laughs) campus girls such
1: a terrible actor like and i I know they cast college athletes but like oh
0: my god that guy was wooden he's that was awful yeah. You see the like, girls? Uh, <laughs> you see those girls. Look look, Neon. <laughs> girls. Like, I mean, honestly, he's so bad that he he made Shaq and Penny look like good actors. Oh, yeah, look like like like, like, like
1: prestigious this thespians.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, wow, you found two really tall actors to play these basketball players next to that guy. Mm. No, Matt no, Matt Nover, you he was bad. Yeah. Um But but it was still like so bad it's fun because you know he wasn't an actor. Yeah it's clear it's (laughs) (laughs) there was no confusion no so you know they're doing their warm-ups they get their you know their voices read over the pa system like it's fun for them because they are they're kids yeah they're they're supposed to be kids um i i work in a high school you work in a high Mm. school they don't grow them like that in my high school like, <laughs> like like, like that, six nine penny
1: hardaway and seven yeah, two shack and
0: yeah I, but they're just full-grown men yeah like, yes you know like my my seniors still despite having some muscle definition on some of them they're still boys yeah but it's like no you're not going to watch this and my and seniors in high school today be like oh yeah yeah i associate with Shaq. we're the same <laughs> we're, I'm the age now that he was in that movie. No, you weren't. No, no, he was never your age. So really, really what tips it over was Ricky comes into the coach's office. It's kind of a, just really arrogant. Oh yeah. Just very matter of fact. Yeah. He just sits down with the entire coaching staff and he's like, okay, I want to be here. I'm going to (laughs) need, I'm going to need $30,000. I, I, uh, I pulled a I pulled a quote from this. Go, go for it, go for it.
1: As a white blue chip athlete, I deserve something extra. <laughs> yeah. Coming from the mouth
0: of esteemed actor Matt Nover. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, that's me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, as as the white one, I need more. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. Oh, okay, he Matt brought his privilege to, to WU to woo, <laughs> right? I brought all of Indiana with me, mm-hmm. so here comes racist comment number one uh, <laughs> so I need more um and 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 Pete just kicks him out of the office yeah, like you get back to Indiana you're out of here you know i I still can't tell if he did that in an effort to save face or if an effort because he still was kind of on the fence like it was after this scene where happy pays everybody yeah. The tractor shows up at dad's. Mom gets a new car and a yeah. new job. Even Neon gets offered a car. Neon's yeah. kind of taken aback by it. He's like, I don't want anything. You know, like it's... Man of morals, Neon Bordeaux. Yeah, 18-year-old <laughs> <18 laughs> Neon Bordeaux. But but it is still just kind of odd, though, that like, like Neon wasn't... Disco- like, Neon's not there the same way the other two were there. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like of the three, Neon is there the right way. Like he was discovered and brought him in and there wasn't really any talk of I'm going to pay you and get, you know, yeah. outside of like, Hey, we'll get you this tutor. We'll get you through. And, um, because they, they have, they struggle, you know, they got one guy that's flunking TV. Uh, yeah. so, uh, Tony, yeah um, poor Tony. So happy, happy makes it work. Right. Uh, house and job to Butch's mom, a tractor to Ricky's dad, as well as a bag of cash for Ricky, uh, dropped off to his dad. Yep. (laughs) Like, which I thought was, like, you know Ricky's on campus, right? Or no, or was Ricky back home? Did he actually go back home? I don't think he ever went home, no. Okay, I don't think so. There's too many girls in L.A. <laughs> I, 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 I'm looking through my notes, and
1: I have a, uh, a another thing here. of it's, it's Ricky and Butch walking through campus, and I have, Ricky is looking at sexy co-ed legs. <laughs> <laughs> See the legs of that like... girl? He's like six ten. Like he's
0: like, st- like just looking down. He could see like tops of knees. <laughs> Seriously, did you see their legs? Because I can't <laughs> describe them to me, Butch. Just, just torso and feet. <laughs> You're real nice. Top of your head, uh, I like your scalp. Uh, meanwhile, um, Ed O'Neill's character, Ed, uh, he's he's like a ninja when it comes to this stuff. Yeah, he is. because. He's suspecting a scandal because he's just like, wait a minute. You know, WU's program has been mediocre the last season or so. And now he's, Pete Bell suddenly recruits the, these yeah. just the top two, if not three top recruits in the nation. Like something's fishy here. Um, and so, you know, Pete's stuck in the middle. He keeps getting these demands from the players, but he's also getting the heat from Happy on the booster side. And he goes to uh, his ex-wife, he goes to Jenny, and he's already like, hey, I need your help. She's like, I don't tutor athletes anymore. I'm done. I'm teaching these, I'm teaching what, like kindergarten or first yeah. grade or whatever. Well,
1: uh, yeah, he goes and visits her while she's working, and he brings oh, yeah. He
0: brings neon with,
1: and they just walk into the classroom. It's
0: 1994. It's yeah. okay
1: then. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, they just walk into the classroom. Yeah. Well, while, while, while Shaq in. is mugging for the camera the whole time. Yeah, a, a whole time.
0: <laughs> I love young Shaq. The dude, I mean, not just to this but like even when he came out, you know, in the NBA, just so much charisma. Yeah. And could and could back it up. Yes. It was just oh, yeah. he was just playful, and that's what was fun is it's like he always had a smile on his face. You rarely saw him mean mugging, but at the same time, he's tearing down standards. Yeah, and, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> breaking backboards. And it's like, that's just nuts. Like to just dunk with that much force. Um, he's just, he was uh, just something else. Um, yeah. So, you know, we get a fun little scene with Jenny and Neon in the kitchen. Um where she's basically challenging him. But, yeah, you know, it, it's it's also uh it's also kind of funny. Neon's got this running theme where everything's culturally biased. Yeah. Well, I will say he's just, he's not wrong. No, he's not wrong. No. He's not wrong. But but we at this point haven't been given enough info to to realize that he's actually intelligent. Yeah, that he's brighter than he lets on. He's brighter than the five twenty on the SAT. Yeah. Yeah. It, it just seems like that he heard it somewhere and he just keeps slinging it around. Mm-hmm. Like this, is just culturally biased. He's culturally biased. Wow. Uh, when the school I taught at before I'm at now had a, a much higher diversity mm-hmm. uh, percentage than the one I'm than one I'm currently at. And I had a couple of students, and I got along with these kids great. and it was fun because I could see through their crap, yeah, that they would sling all day long. And there was one kid in particular, and all day long, whenever he was whenever he was tasked to do something he didn't want to do he would always bounce back to the teacher. It's cause I'm black, isn't it? Um, and, and just about every uh, instance, the teacher would back off like every time mm-hmm. because they didn't want that. I'd call him out on it every time. I mean, it would be something like, Hey, you know, hey, go, sit down, S- sit down for me. it's cause I'm black, isn't it? Yes. I'm telling you to sit down because you're black. Like, yes, I'm telling you to turn your homework into me because, like, and he knew I was like, yeah. he wasn't going to phase me. And so it was just fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's kind of what young Shaq was like. He sure. was just kind of just, just go. And so with this whole, like, it's culturally biased, everything's culturally biased, it was just kind of fun. But we get this fun little back and forth where she basically says, I'm going to get, I'll give you a hundred bucks if you score, like, what was it? I guess seven, eight, eight hundred. I'll yeah. give you, I'll give you a hundred bucks if you score an eight hundred. He's like, for that, I'll score 900. You know, and he does yeah. because, because everything's just laid back and whatever. Um, And so we hit a point where uh Jenny calls out Pete. Are you cheating? They're out to the dinner. Are you cheating? No, no,
1: we're not cheating.
0: Nope. Yeah, nope. You're, not. You know, pass the Parmesan cheese? I'm clean. <laughs> mm-hmm. The program is clean, no problems at all. Well, Pete confronts Happy because things kind of got out of hand, and Happy basically says, "Look, this has been going on; you don't even realize it." Mm-hmm. And he brings up he brings up a point shaving incident a few seasons back, and he doesn't believe it. No,pe not Tony. Tony never do it. Uh-uh. Tony's a good kid. Not Tony. Nope. Just because he's flunking TV doesn't mean he's right. a bad kid. Right? Nope. Not Tony. Just because. I have to send somebody out to get to buy him condoms. Doesn't make Tony a bad kid. Um, and so Tony's a good kid and Pete doesn't believe there's no way. Nope. Mm-hmm. So he pulls the tape and it, it's, I really enjoyed this scene where all the coaches are sitting there watching it.
1: It was like, a, it, was Pete's, like it was
0: like the Zapruder film, like, like the JFK it was, assassination. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's like Pete, Pete's watching it and he's pretty quiet. And you've got like the oldest white guy scout, that is, like, he's starting to pick up, like, mm, that's not right. Something's not right here. But then you got the other two scouts that are both mm. African-American, and they're still, like, no, no, he's a good kid. He didn't do it. Pete keeps rewinding and watching things. Like, he's making bad pass, bad play after bad play. He keeps watching the clock. They won the game, so nobody really thought twice about it. But then it was kind of fun watching watching all four of them eventually come to the conclusion that this game was fixed. Mm-hmm. We didn't recognize it. Nobody noticed it. You're like, And so Pete does, basically Pete does to Tony what Pete did to his wife. He just uh, barged into his dorm late at night, <laughs> like, entered his, entered his dorm room and slams him up against the door and just basically gets him to admit, yeah, just one time coach. Yep. Just one time. Um, Poor Tony. And now Pete realizes that he's not in control. Um, because Jenny realizes that Pete's lied to her, even though Pete didn't really feel like he was lying to her because he, like you said, he wasn't the one passing the money over. Uh, well, he's, but he knew, he's, knew better, he's, though. He knew he better. Knew, oh, of course, he did. He did. But he thought, I can get away with it because it's going to be just this once. Basically, he's no better than Tony. So, uh, he's on his own, really. Like, Jenny's done with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, so, it's time for Western University to play a nationally televised game against Indiana, the number one team, yeah. coached by Bobby Knight, the inspiration for this character to begin Basically, with. Basically, yeah.
1: Yeah. The Indiana uh, University featuring Calvert Cheney as well as Bobby Hurley. Bobby, Hurley, Bobby yeah. Hurley apparently played yeah. one game for Indiana University
0: and Matt and not Matt Nover. No, because no, he was not, playing for what yes. he was playing for WU. <laughs> not Matt Nover was, yeah, was also he, was playing, he was playing playing for Triple U. I think they should be called Triple U. Triple U, I mean, WU doesn't make any sense. I the,
1: the letter W always confounded me because like every other letter in the alphabet is one syllable, but W yeah. U is one letter but three syllables.
0: Right. That, well,
1: that never. I, I don't know. I've never racked my mind around that.
0: Yeah, and capitalize it's a V. So that's even trickier. Um, they win the game through a bunch of creative editing and <laughs> uh, and montage. Uh, they win the game montage. thanks to a montage. <laughs> it's gonna be a montage. montage. <laughs> Th- thanks to a thanks to a last minute, a last second dunk by Badeau, They win the game, uh, and then the post game. Po- Post game press conference, uh, Ed calls out Pete again. Mm-hmm. Did you cheat? Because he's been riding him on this yep. for years, and Pete just says, "Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. we did." You know, um, and just admits it all. Oh, yeah, comes clean. You see, you know, Bob Cousy just hang his head. You see, Happy just lose it. Yeah, because he's been he's been the puppeteer behind the scenes, and he just had his. You know this. He's been exposed yeah. now. Yeah, he goes full um, JT Walsh. Yeah, he does. <laughs> That's what they paid him for. Um, and he just comes to ground like, yeah. And you know what? I quit. Yeah, uh, quits after arguably, well, easily the biggest game of the season. You know, beating the number one seed or the number one team in the in the country. Uh, and then he leaves and decides to because again, this. Let's not forget. Western university is in Los Angeles. So he leaves campus and just goes for a walk through LA, just the neighborhood. Apparently Um, comes across uh, it. It's late because it's late, you know, Mm -hmm. like he, this is after a national televised college basketball game. So it's not like 5 PM. This is late. Yeah. (laughs) Comes across a commute, like just the neighborhood park uh, where there's, 75 kids out playing basketball after hours.
1: Yep. <laughs> a little late night pickup.
0: And uh, what is, and Pete does what Pete does best. He just barges in on something else that's going on. Yep.
1: This, this and, yeah, probably 50, 60 year old white man just walks up to a group of 10 year old black children playing basketball yep. and starts. And doing, he's like, Hey, and starts. You look
0: them. like you, you've got some skill, but you're shooting the ball wrong. Do this. And of course the kids a natural. And yep. so, uh, Pete. They play a game yep. because the well, white savior showed up. The white man and, knows uh, best.
1: Yep. Uh. Listen
0: to listen to listen to Pete Bell. Uh. Um, so he shows up and he shows shows all of these L.A. Uh, black kids how to play basketball, and yeah. it took him took him seconds yep. because he's just a fountain of knowledge. He is. He's that good um, of a coach. And then we get a uh, text epilogue, mm-hmm. which I love oh, yeah. so much. Also known as a um, uh, textolog. Textalog. Mm-hmm. uh pete continued coaching but he moved to uh central or not central america but mid-america <laughs> the midwest moved mm-hmm. to mid <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah he's gonna he's gonna take his skills to a different shade uh <laughs> but he heads to uh he heads to the midwest to coach high school basketball tony graduated plays ball plays pro ball in europe Ricky Rowe got injured, went back to run the family farm like his dad wanted him to. And uh, Neon and Butch, they dropped out and went to the NBA, which, you know, was a true story. Yeah, so, and they all lived that's, happily ever after. That's Blue
1: Chips. That's, that's Blue Chips right there. Nineteen ninety four is Blue Chips. At this mm-hmm. point in the show, folks, Oz and I each give our own unique rating to the film we've been yapping about. In this case, Blue Chips. Oz, how would you rate this flick? Uh, I'm going to give this an 800 on the SAT. There you go, an 800. That was that was what uh, Mary McDonald was shooting for there with with me yep. yep. What are you giving it? I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to rate this thirty thousand dollars in a duffel bag to Matt Nover. Ooh, nice, mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. So yeah, that's my rating. Next up, folks, we've got outside insights. Oz and I have been scouring the interwebs, looking for unprofessional reviews that tickle our funny bones, and we hope they tickle yours too. Oz, what is your outside insight?
0: Mine's a short one—a one and a half star review mm. by Adam Lukic. Adam Lukic left on May fourth of twenty twenty-two. Okay, a re a real stinker. Matt Nover went to my high school, though. Go Trojans! <laughs> 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 Sad Demon's high school football rule <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Go Trojans! <laughs> and uh, not a, not, there's not one capital letter in anything. <laughs> Even the man's name, Adam Lukic, all lowercase. All lowercase didn't capitalize or, his name. Like well, Go well, I mean,
1: well, he was so happy to, to A, just, you know divulge that he went to the same high school as Matt Nover, and B, he just had to get to the, Go Trojans! Go Trojans! <laughs> Go,
0: Trojans! <laughs> <laughs> I like the fact, too, that this review came out 28 years after the movie. Yeah. <laughs> like... Well,
1: speaking of, that actually segues quite nicely into mine, because mine comes out 29 years, Ooh. and at the time of this recording, uh, which uh, we're recording this on uh, what is it, May, May 4th 2023. Mm-hmm. This review was dropped at IMDb on May 2nd, 2023. Two days mine, ago,
0: mine was dropped one well, like year literally ago. literally one year
1: ago. Yes, so yours yeah. was one year ago in 2022, and mine was two
0: days ago
1: from a movie wow. that was made in 1994. That I don't. Well, think, now I know.
0: Yeah, now I know how recently you put your notes together.
1: Well, I I will say <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't happy with my initial. With my initial one. And so I went back and it's like, oh, maybe I missed something. And it's like, oh, here's a new one. Uh, So this comes from Ross Cohen. uh, Two days ago. (laughs) In the Internet Movie Database. This film was loaded with talent. Although Nick Nolte carried, (laughs) carried this one. He was assisted by real basketball players, including Shaq and Penny Hardaway. Made way before the NIL deal in college sports, it shows the dilemma many coaches and athletic directors faced. Nolte is a coach at a made-up college and the pressure to win and play by the rules of the NCAA becomes too much he decides to do whatever it takes to win even if that means breaking the rules a -a one-of-a-kind film of a taboo subject that teaches the viewer how much pressure coaches are under Uh, great performance by Nolte not just for the sports fan you can watch this with your kids and girlfriend (laughs) wow I know (laughs)
0: <laughs> you, you know, I don't have a girlfriend. No,
1: well but... No, but but you could watch it with your kids and girlfriend. Yeah. Not
0: or yeah. and yeah, and and not your wife. No, you no, can't not, watch no, it no, with no. your spouse.
1: No. Your your kids <laughs> and
0: your girlfriend simultaneously. <laughs> this is a good movie to introduce the two. Yeah. <laughs> hey kids. kids, hey kids. I'd like you to be my girlfriends now. Let's watch BoJack. <laughs>
1: this is Kimberly. She's your new mom. <laughs> And blue I, chips, yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: oh man! And your girlfriend. Uh, yeah. <laughs> next up, folks, it's that segment you've all been waiting for—our signature segment, the three-two-one, in which Oz and I eat share three goods, two bads, and one huh. About the movie in question, in this case, 1994's Blue Chips. As
0: what are your three goods? <laughs> My first one, I really got a kick out of watching Nick Nolte coach the real basketball players, like, like, mm-hmm. sh- like telling and showing Penny Hardaway how to do something, and or Shaq, like. How, how Shaq should move in the low post to make himself better. Like, it was just funny just watching Nick Nolte coach these guys that clearly knew what they were doing. Yeah, watching, um, watching
1: him shove his hips into a Shaq's knee.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that's my first good. My second <laughs> one um, is, and this is probably just a goof, but um, Pete Bell's end speech starts behind the microphone. And then he comes out from behind the microphone and just talks to the crowd without a microphone, but everything is still echoing like he's speaking into the microphone. <laughs> I, I never caught that you're completely right. <laughs> right. It's like he's, he's, he's not he's, wearing a he's, lavalier he's, mic. He's like, a lapel <laughs> on. <laughs> like, so yeah, he comes he starts there and it's fine. And as he leaves, like the echo still persists. And it's just that was funny. And then my third is just the the uh The on text the on screen text exposition at the end, wrapping up everybody's journey without showing them. I just I I just got a kick out of that (laughs) stuff. The only thing that would have been better is if they freeze framed it in between. Like like they did at the end of Animal House where they freeze frame who they're talking about. Like uh, but now, were, we were too busy watching Pete Bell save, save those poor black kids yeah. from poor basketball skills on the park.
1: So. I would have loved to have seen the the Matt Nover, Ricky Rowe freeze frame being him looking at a pair of legs <laughs> <laughs> on campus. Check out these at six co-eds, tra- butch. Yeah.
0: <laughs> looking at that new John Deere tractor, the way he looks at those legs. <laughs> Just looking at it up and down. Mm. Yeah. V-8. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Green paint. So... <laughs> What are your goods?
1: Oh, my goods! Uh, I'll start with the, the storytelling and pacing. I don't think was that bad. It was no, it a wasn't. simple story, but it's. I, I'm not going to say I enjoyed the story overly much, but yeah, I, I thought it was the the way they told the story from a filmmaking perspective. I thought was the, the, the people who made this movie know how to make movies.
0: Absolutely, yeah. This this is not William Freakins first role, yes. like first directed job. Yeah. French Connection, The Exorcist. Yeah. It's obviously well past his prime, yeah. mm-hmm. but, but he still knows what he, he, like, he knows how to like, tell a story. Just like Bob Cousy standing at the free throw line, shooting free throws while he's talking to Nick Nolte and not missing a single yeah. one of them. Like, you just don't forget how to do certain things. Yeah. And that's Friedkin in this. And then he shot one left-handed and still made it. And then made that yeah. too. <laughs> uh,
1: my second good is that Nick Nolte was all in. Uh, he, mm-hmm. he really he I thought he, you know, despite what I'm gonna get into in my bads here in a moment, uh that the how much I I don't like the character just for my own right. reasons. Um, I thought Nick Nolte did a solid job in the role and yeah, and sold it well. Uh, my, right. my last good was uh the last twenty minutes was pretty much all the game, so I didn't have to take any notes. Uh well, there so, you so go. that's my third good, is that it really took it easy on me for the last twenty minutes of yeah. the movie. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> no scrupulous writing nonstop. No, no. Right.
1: Thanks, Bobby Hurley. <laughs> yeah, I
0: appreciate it. So Laz, what are your two bads? Uh my first bad is just the thought of firing Pete Bell after his first losing season. Mm-hmm. Like like this is college basketball. Like It's a different playground. It's a different battlefield out there. Uh, And it just was odd that it's like, he finished like one game under 500. And they're like, he's done. He's washed up. Get him out of here. So that's my first bad. My second one also is a Pete Bell. He worked so hard to break the rules. And then I got the impression this was the season opening game against Indiana. Mm Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, there would have been footage otherwise yeah. of their... De- so, he worked so hard to break the rules to get these guys in there and try to remain clean. And in one game against the number one team of the country that they win, he's like, I can't do it. Too much weight. Too much burden. Yeah. So, it's just... It was like... But you spent so much time trying to okay yourself in doing so. That then you bail like mm-hmm. what did you think was gonna happen <laughs> you know yeah. what if they would have lost would he stuck around like to be like oh at least it wasn't good enough to beat the best team yeah. like <laughs> so so that's my second bad is just it just seemed just the about face was just kind of odd sure what about you all right my first bad is um bell is
1: not uh, above virtue here cuz even when he was recruiting no. and talking to the parents he was lying to them like like they kept asking him like like different families like what what religion are you exactly, oh, oh I'm, yeah. I'm baptist which kind of baptist yeah. oh you know the good kind
0: northern baptist
1: yeah yeah. So like he's he's already oh, playing pe- the game here. <laughs> I'm Pentecostal. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Strap it in here for my other bad because here here comes my rant. Right, go so, for it. <laughs> so my other bad, this movie, just because of the like, I get nothing about William Friedkin or whatever, but just several of the topics that came up hit a lot of my personal and professional hot buttons. Um, professionally, again, I'm a school counselor for a trade in a high school, and there are two organizations that if I could just tie a, tie a sack of nickels around them and throw them in the river, it would be College Board and the NCAA. Uh, the NCAA is just such, it's such a scam. All they do, especially at the D one level, is is out to profit and make money.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I'm debating whether to tell a couple of stories right now, but I don't want to give away the like, i like the anonymity of my my students. Um, okay, but it's just it. I've seen examples of of kids who have to take classes in high school that they were miserable taking simply to be eligible for the NCAA. I've mm. seen schools accept students with, uh, you know. You know, reject students with GPAs near four but accept students with GPAs in the low twos, uh, just to accept student athletes. Uh, yeah. It it and and again, I hope everything works out for those for those kids. You know, I love working. With, I don't want to give that impression at all. But you know, at some point, like, are you really an academic institution? Are you just there to make a couple of the bucks off the off the backs of these just you know these God given athletic gifts that some of these kids right. have? Right. And it, it just, it bothers me to no end. Um, I uh, just celebrating Bobby Knight as a person is just, Oh, uh, exactly. Yeah. Like he's a terrible human being. Bobby Knight is an awful person and, and people like him because he's a fiery coach. You know, he threw that chair across the gym. Bobby Knight is a piece of garbage. Um, (laughs) And, and, you know, modeling the Pete character after this this trashy person. It's like, yeah, Pete has these morals and virtues and whatnot. Yeah, but he treats his players like garbage at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a middle school basketball coach that um, modeled his coaching style after Bobby Knight.
0: And oh.
1: I was frightened of the man.
0: Yeah, it doesn't work in college, let alone middle school.
1: Yeah, um... Like, you know, I was a, I was a kid growing up with at the time I wouldn't have been able to identify, but with a lot of anxiety and that it frightened me. And it's it um, it took away all of my desire and, and joy in playing basketball. I never I didn't play once I got to high school,
0: um, which sucks because I mean, you're seven, you're seven, eight.
1: I, yeah, I mean, it's yeah, I mean, you know, seven, seven, eight without shoes.
0: But like the 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 <laughs> webcam that you have on is on the second floor, and you're standing downstairs. Yes, yeah, the
1: bookshelf behind me is, is has has nine more layers below it.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nine you're the shelves, Robert yeah. Wadlow of your hometown. <laughs>
1: there you go. But again, this movie it just it hit several of these hot buttons for me, like personally, professionally. Um and it just... It was a hard watch for me. Not because it, was an well, I'm it wasn't... I'm sorry movie, I picked like. it. <laughs> you should know better than, than to throw a movie at me that you haven't watched in 20 years knowing full well it's going to hit hot buttons <laughs> going back to me at the age of 11. <laughs> I should have. I'm
0: sorry. Yeah,
1: so... And, and I'll, I'll even say, like, elevating these D1 coaches as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just... This, there's just there's a lot wrong with the the tertiary parts of this movie. So that's my rant. That's my second bad. As thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Anytime. What's your one
0: huh? Um, how did Ed O'Neill get those perfectly timed photos to <laughs> like to incriminate Pete? He had like he had Bud take him. Like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Bud and Kelly. He's got like as Butch McRae's mom is like moving the sold sign to her new house. Click. Yeah. You know, as the tractor is pulling up in front of Ricky Rose house. Click. Like, <laughs> and it's taken, and it's taken from like Ricky's dad's perspective. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. He it's like wearing a GoPro on his head. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just like, just the, the, the timeliness of those photos were almost like he had to have been in on what's going on to be there at that time. But he obviously wasn't. But that's that's my huh is those those snapshots to incriminate Pete and the whole plot. Like, how did you get those at the exact moment you needed? So (laughs) what's your huh? Uh,
1: My huh. And there's there's really several I could go with here. Uh, One of them I put down in quotes, for Christ's sake. (laughs) which which i think should have been the tagline to this movie Uh, well by
0: christ you met pete bell right yes
1: yeah yeah save savior pete bell Uh, i'll go i will go with this this kind of circles back to some of the things i've mentioned already but if pete bell is not cheating like this is before happy this is before it was at the the friends of western or whatever that was if he's not cheating is it implied that the other real coaches in this movie are cheating? Rick Petino, Jerry Tarkanian. Because if, oh, if, right. Pete, if Pete's the only one doing things the right way, you know, Jim Beheim, Petino, Bobby Knight, Tarkanian, they're all there. Oh yeah. So yeah. I it to me it is implied that they are doing things the wrong way. And those coaches, every one of those people I mentioned are also garbage people. Jim Bayheim is an absolute piece of garbage. Rick Pitino is a, is a piece of trash. We've already talked yeah. about Bobby Knight. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's, when, yep. it's when you know coaches in the NCAA D one level, like when they are the stars. Oh yeah, because they're yeah. the through line. You know, oh, exactly. Kuchesky, Pitino, Boeheim. They're the ones who were there for decades. You know, when their students are there for at most four years, and these days more mm-hmm. like one or two. Right. And the same thing goes for for football as well. But I won't even go. Well, there. it's
0: like it's like John Calipari like really leaned into it, almost like, "Hey, here at Kansas, we're, we're just a one and done school." Mm-hmm. Like that's that's what they're promoting. If this here's your ticket to the to to the NBA, come yeah. to Kansas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's they're they're minor leagues
1: at this point, right? They're oh making yeah, making money off, off the back of these student athletes, but they're providing them an
0: education. Sure, uh-huh. sure you are. Well, they are providing it for them. Here, here's your homework, and here's your essays, and uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, we, yeah, we yeah. got it all taken exactly. care of for you. <laughs> You're here to play basketball, not learn. Um, but yeah, that's yeah, it's sad, but it's unfortunately it's true. Yeah. So, well, let's move to a brighter movie next mm. week. <laughs> what do you have? Yeah, we've kept...
1: really, really light. Yeah, the yeah, spirit. this one, yeah, this one is a
0: is a laugh riot. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. I'll lend you an ear. Oh, nice. Right. Well done. Tell me what you're doing.
1: Continuing with with our Bluevies theme, we are going with the 1986 David Lynch classic, Blue Velvet. Mm-hmm. So we're switching things yeah. up. We started off the month with Deep Blue Sea, then the Blue Chips, then Blue Velvet. Uh, I gotta say, mm-hmm. Oz, I love this movie.
0: Oh, it's been a long time mm-hmm. since I've seen it, but I do remember. I just like David Lynch, yeah. so I remember enjoying it. Yeah. Um, this is going to I'm going to talk my, talk my wife into watching it with me. <laughs> it can be a hard watch. Parts of this movie can be really difficult to watch. Mm-hmm.
1: Basically the Dennis Hopper parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's Dennis <laughs> Hopper, <laughs> basically. But it's so. an excellent movie, and I look forward to, to yeah. talking about it. This is, very, yeah. e- this is a very eclectic month we have. It really is. Yeah. The,
0: the, have you have you watched our last movie I, yet? I have not. No. Okay. Yeah. You'll really enjoy it. It's really good. I I really really hope you enjoy. Okay. Because it. um, it's it's just just a really good movie, top to bottom. It's not one you're gonna feel good about. Like <laughs> you know, like. Well, really, like this week or next week or, or the week after, but um, be, we'll be feeling but, blue by the end of the month. But but it but it is it's 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 a very solid movie, so it's it's a fun one. Well, not fun, but you get sure. one. you get my point. Yeah. It's an enjoyable one. So, all right. Well, social media wise, you guys can find us on all of the spots: uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Patreon link down below. Um, we'd love to hear from you guys. What you think? Drop comments. Shoot us an email. Uh Shoot us some snail mail. I don't care. Yeah, why not? <laughs> just put Oz and Curtis on the envelope. I do just, and of just drop it in a mailbox. Yeah, one of us yep. will receive yeah. it. We'll even take care of postage. Yeah, so don't even worry about a stamp. Yeah, just just write just
1: write Oz and Curtis on it, and it will get there.
0: Yeah, we'll get it, and it we'll pay. We'll pay the postage. So, <laughs> <laughs> but for another week, let's talk about flicks. I'm Oz. I'm Curtis. We'll see you guys next week.